The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Simmy. Hello, sir. How's it going? I'm good. We're going to do a little something different than we normally do. We're going to do this NXT cast like we normally do the dark match. So all you people who don't okay. listen to the dark match, this is kind of uh-huh. how we cool. do. We just start it. So you're listening to the NXT cast with myself and Miss Simmy here on the CSPN. But what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about what happened today. It's not an official review. I'll probably review it officially blow by blow with Miss Jates and Max on Sunday. But overall, they put on a hell of a show in Saudi Arabia today. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. We, we know um, that people have their reasons why they don't support it and, you know, yeah. why they don't watch and why they, you know, kind of this is one of the forgotten events that they do as yeah. far as, mm-hmm. um, you know, fanfare and people really being into it. But for those yeah. of us who did take the time to put our politics aside and just mm-hmm. be there for the wrestling, yeah. we really got something special today. We did. The only match I still I haven't seen is the um is Edge versus Seth Rollins because oh, I came in late. Oh, you yeah, need to see that. Um, I, yeah, when they do the like the replay, usually it's like um twenty four hours after. So mm-hmm. tomorrow I should be able to see it. But that's the one I'm excited for. I came in at like the tail end of it, so like I saw you know like <laughs> him getting a chair shot to the dick. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. <laughs> oh no, not a man. And so I saw, like, the brutality at the end. I just didn't see, like, everything that led up to the beginning. But I know they put on a show. It's Edge and Seth Rollins. Like, it's not going to be a bad match. And it was the first match. So they had the basically the curtain jerker. So they basically had to, like, set the pace for the whole show. Like, Uh when I saw that that match was kicking off the event, Uh I was like, you know what? They, yeah. about, they, this one right here might be something pretty good because, yeah, they Seth, to go off. yeah, Seth and Edge was like, okay, boys, top that, and uh, everybody tried their best, just you know, they as tra- much as they could. Most of them succeeded. They, they, it, it, there was only like, maybe like two matches. I was just like, girl, what is this? It was <laughs> the, um, the damn RK bro, whatever. I'm, I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> You're not feeling that. Matt Riddle coming down on a camel? I'm not feeling Matt Riddle. I don't like that man. <laughs> him and his crazy ass life. I don't like him. So I'm just like, I'm just waiting for him to get RKO'd. Bye bye. And the Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. I'm I'm not a fan of Goldberg. So I was like, ah, oh, please just beat him up, Bobby. That's 
So those were the only like two that I was just like, I guess. Um, Everything else. This is uh, if you haven't, if you, if you don't know, then we're about to be a, a spoiler alert for you. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods is your King of the Ring. Yeah. It it has come to fruition. Um, Absolutely. A lot of people so were like myself was like, no, don't put the cape and crown on on Monday because yeah. you're not gonna I win on Thursday. I was like, damn, they're like, you better put this cape and crown on because it's the only way you're going to see it. I was nervous. But, ooh, but he did it. And I'm, I'm, I was so happy. Like, I yelled. I was like, yeah! Because I, I just knew. And y'all know how much I love Finn Balor. You know how much I love me some Fidgetman Lee Balor. But, baby, you had to lose. I'm sorry. You had to lose. This was Xavier Woods' time. And they put on a hell of a match. Uh, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. I would suggest everybody go to YouTube and watch yes. the Xavier Woods promo uh, they do with him um, shortly after he won that match and just <gasps> his oh, personal emotion, uh, you know, coming oh, through. Um, I love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful stuff. I'm so glad that I chose the Xavier Woods New Day promo for the parting promo for Rawcast because it's very fitting yes. uh, coming yes. into today. Uh, shout out to oh. Zelina Vega for winning the yes. Queen of the Crown tournament. Um, yes. And a surprise yes. because I think we, when we all saw this come out, we thought, oh, this is Shayna's tournament to win. Then when Shayna got yeah. upset by Dewdrop, everybody was like, oh, okay, right. well, they're gonna, you know, give it to Dewdrop and, you know, get her, you know, up and running at full steam. But no, uh, they gave it to Selena Vega. Uh, as I said, um, you know, they had to make good on her not getting able to tri- uh, give pay tribute to her father during 9-11. So, yeah. you know, this is a pretty yeah. good makeup. The, the only downside of that is that the match was like six minutes. Oh, so it was twice as long as the, all the rest of the tournament matches? Yeah. And I was just like, and like they did really good for like the six minutes that they got. And I was just like, imagine if they had actually been given even freaking 10 minutes. If they had been given 10 to like at least like to 15 minutes, how much they could have done. Even the whole tournament. Because I was just like, come on. Like, all these matches were like two minutes, a minute, 45 seconds, three minutes. This, I was just like, come on, man. But, like, I wanted it to be Shayna versus Liv Morgan with Liv Morgan getting that crown. But I was just like, yo, if, they're not, if Liv ain't winning it, it better be motherfucking Zelina Vega. Because, like, with this, um, with the king of the ring, you need like a personality and a character mm-hmm. and like right. a charm to like get this over. Zelina could do it, Shayna could do it, Liv could do it. So like I was just like, yo, if you're not gonna have Liv versus Shayna, yeah, Zelina better win this goddamn crowd, and I'm so happy for her. So good for her. And I'm sorry, I get you that she's like embracing this name, but Dewdrop is one of the worst wrestling names ever in life. <laughs> It's up there with Mace and T-Bar. What the... What? I hate this name. Why is her name Dewdrop? I hate it. Um, Bianca Belair, fresh off being named number one in the PWI Top 150 for women's professional wrestlers. That's 
right. put on a show yes. with Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch in a fantastic wow. three-way match that saw Becky Lynch retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, very creative match. Some My God, new yeah. uh, triple threat match spots. You could tell that they really put a lot of thought and creativity into yes. this match. All It wasn't yes. one of the matches where it's like, oh, somebody's on the floor for a long time. You know, there weren't too right. many periods where all three of those women weren't involved with each other uh, yeah. in this match, which made it a very refreshing uh, twist on a, on a triple threat. Right. Just when you thought it was, it's just like, it wasn't too long of a like stint. It was like maybe a minute and a half for like two people to really get their moves off and then bam, back to three. Yo, that spot where <laughs> Becky like tried to like go off the top rope and they caught her. <laughs> and she was just like, we're friends. Are we friends? Best friends. And then they did the buckle bomb and then that double, double buckle bomb. Bianca with the one arm gorilla fucking press. I was like, bitch, yes. Sasha who did the, the freaking the satisfaction into the damn bank statement. My lord, this match was so good. I it was oh my god. I I was elated. And I know that people were like feeling some type of way about uh, Bianca not winning. Here's why I'm not mad. Because if um or like Sasha, it's like if like Sasha wins the like the the, chi- the title. It's like SmackDown has the title, has both titles. Like the only way you can do it is if I don't know they have a match to freaking unify that title, or if they just do some random tournament with mm. Becky with Becky winning it. Like you still have Bianca chasing it. And somebody made a really good point that the Raw Women's title is a title that Becky never lost. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the one that she she never lost that she had to give up. So with the way that she, um, she's kind of been like sneaking these wins on Bianca, if Bianca is the one to take that title off of her, the one that she didn't lose, that's gonna be even like bigger. So that I was just like. Yeah, so they're gonna do the swappity swap. Yeah, it looks like yeah. they're gonna pass the belts over uh, yeah. on on. Uh, I guess they're gonna do it on SmackDown. Or yeah. hopefully, um, everybody gets back to the state safe. I mean, it's amazing that right. at twelve noon we're watching these people perform from twelve until like four o'clock, right? Yeah. And then tomorrow night at mm-hmm. eight o'clock, we're gonna watch them perform in a whole different country and then at 8 o'clock tomorrow night we're going to watch them from somewhere in the United States like what that, that, 24 hours that is crazy and so I want I want Sasha to take that belt right off of Charlotte take it now I know people every time listen I know we love our faves and we always want our faves to win but listen every time they lose when they lose it does not mean they're buried I need people to understand that, especially a lot of Sasha stands. And I'm a Sasha stand down lover, but like people are like, she just got robbed. And I'm just like, no, she didn't. They're like, she deserves the long reign. I'm like, hello, did you miss the long reign where she was a um, damn tag team, women tag team champion and how long of a reign that was, where she was double champ. 
her whole feud with Bailey and then this feud with Bianca. Like, calm down. I know. I know that there's a history with this, but like sometimes I need people to relax. Okay. We, I, I need either to like have Bianca get back this championship with Sasha because I don't want another, um, Charlotte versus Becky at Survivor Series. I'm kind of, I'm cool on it for right now. But I didn't hate that, you know, that Becky won. Yeah, it's, really it. it's something that we talked about in the spaces today that their booking has actually made a lot of sense. It has. <laughs> and it's, and like you said, it's being done in a way that it's layered. Right. And you usually don't get that type of um, booking from WWE. They, they usually just kind of be like, okay, one, two, right. and then we just give it all to you. But Right, especially with the women. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, it's, I, I need them to relax. And plus, like, if you know, all three women were protected in that match with that finish. Because mm-hmm. you have Becky won off the roll-up with kind of a cheek because she held on to the rope. So that makes her still heal and still, like, a smart heel because she took advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. Sasha got screwed because she got took over a rollover that was, that was hold on, holding on to the ropes. And Bianca never got pinned. So, like, they're still protecting all three of them and still making them look strong. So, like, nobody was buried. Nobody. It's just, like, I'm going to trust them on this one. Right. I reserve the right to change my mind, but I'm going to trust them on this one. <laughs> and, um, man, tomorrow night, I guess it's going to be that opening segment, but uh, the main event. and uh, oh, Biggie and Drew. No. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Biggie yeah. retaining against Drew. Yes. Um, that match had me stressed. They had a classic old school WWF big man main event. This match. it was a great match. I don't I don't know why people all of a sudden turned on Drew McIntyre. Exposed I don't get it. too much. See, I you're guess, you're you're just coming back into Monday Night Raw in like I the guess. last week or whatever. So oh, okay. everybody's Which still was a good show. <laughs> Everybody's still fresh to you. Okay. But yeah, yeah man. From the start of the pandemic mm-hmm. 18 months ago to WrestleMania with no fans all the way through, it's like Drew's never been out of the title picture, you know, except for that one oh, little okay. part where Lashley had the title. Oh, but okay. even then, it's like a situation. Yeah, <laughs> but even then, it. he got like uh, three chances to win it, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Yes. But, like, they had a, a really... I was stressed from the moment those two got in there, and Biggie was just like, let's go. It's time. You think you got it? Let's go. And I just... Oh, my God. That missed Claymore got me. The damn... When he did the big ending and then Drew kicked out at, like, 2.95, I was like, oh, my God. I was stressed out this whole match, but it was so good. I enjoyed it. They told a story because Biggie kept trying to be like, fuck your Claymore, bitch. <laughs> and Drew kept being like, big ending? I don't think so, ho. So it was so good. I really enjoyed it. I love Biggie talking shit after he won. He was just like, I told you, this shit ain't going nowhere. You're cute, but I told you this wasn't going nowhere. And then Drew gave him with the thumbs up. This was great. I love this match. Stressed out the whole time. But that's good. Because it, it made my heart a little elevated. I was like, "Ooh, oh my God, is he gonna win? Oh my God, is he gonna win?" It was really good. I enjoyed it. 
so much. Um, Paul Heyman. Oh my God. Um, the mystery is who is he throwing the belt to? Brock Lesnar. He was throwing it to Brock. He threw it he in the middle of both of them. He was aiming for Brock. His aim was on. He was aiming for Brock. I know. <laughs> I know he was. I love the fight for Paul Heyman. I love this. This was the most energy I have ever seen out of Brock Lesnar. I was like, who is this man? Who is this man Rory? What? Huh? And then Roman threw his big ass over the rope. I was like, excuse me? Yeah, we Did haven't you seen... Do dives? Yeah, we haven't seen Roman do his dive in quite a while. Not since he's come back from um, being sick. Exactly. Seahawk on, like, he was just like, y'all... He was like, I was told this man had three moves with the gift of Roman, like, doing the dive. <laughs> I was like, look at this shit. This was great. He had the red glove on. And for Mr. Nisi, yes, he did have the red underwear on because when he did the spare, I peeped it. I saw it. So confirmed. This was a great See, match. See, that's what we were talking about earlier. They were talking uh-huh. about uh, Black Howling, who's part of our Twitter spaces. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He brought up, he was like, so, like, what's, um, he's like, what's worse? The way that we, as the guys, talk about our favorite women or the way uh-huh. that the women talk about their fave Roman Reigns. And I was like, well, at least we try to be respectful with it. I was like, when it comes to Roman Reigns, they don't have no, they, they just be disrespectful with it. I have all the respect. Excuse me. <laughs> I was speaking she for was the majority. Just, oh, okay. She, was, she just asked the question and I answered it because I saw. Okay? Uh-huh. Listen, all right, I have all the respect. <laughs> I thirst after both the men and the women. It's fine. It can happen, <laughs> all right? I thirst equally, and it's great. As long as you're not being nasty, like the really bad kind of nasty, then it's fine, okay? Thirst away. Just don't be creepy and weird, and it's fine. Yeah, so uh, Paul Heyman's going to have some... Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to have some explaining to do on both sides because. (laughs) Yeah. Because you notice at the end, he didn't look so happy. He looked really, really shocked. And you know, them twins, Jimmy and Jay, was looking at him like, I see you. What you doing? Mm, I see it. And listen, y'all can't be like, Roman cheated. He cheated. He had his, his freaking cousins. Listen, guess who was ready to cheat as well? Brock, they were both like, let's go. Let's cheat. He, Brock just didn't have no other homies that could super kick nobody. That's your fault. You should have had homies. Roman has homies. Where are yours? You just got Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman can't fight like that. He can't super kick nobody. He could just throw you the belt. You should have had backup. That was poor planning on your part. Oops. And I'd like to just give a shout out to Mustafa Ali. That man is a true professional. Um, He went over to Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm. did what he needed to do for Mansoor to give Mansoor a great match. They had a a nice 10-minute match, real uh, athletic-style match. And then afterwards, he lost. He got his heat back on um, Mansoor. And -hmm. then uh, some, I don't even know, I can't even tell you this man's name. All I know is that he represented Saudi Arabia in the Olympics in karate. Uh, yeah, I gen- saw a clip of him knocking the shit out of somebody. I was like, damn, one yeah. kick, 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, he comes out and confronts uh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa charges him, and Mustafa catches the foot upside the head. So true pro, uh, Mustafa yeah. Ali uh, in that situation. Um, this, I really, I didn't want um, uh, Mustafa Ali and um, Mansoor to break up because I liked, I liked like them, but. When I was watching, um, watching uh, Monday Night Raw, like that little promo that they did, and like seeing like the whole package, and like me, you know, watching their little clips, like this is really, really like a really good story, because like it's like Mustafa saw like him from before with Mansoor because Mansoor is just happy he's trusting people he's just like happy to be here he wants to do his best and like Ali is seeing like that optimism and he's seeing who he was before and he's trying to break him of that and then he like turned into his bully like he's the one that has been hammering at him hammering at him hammering you can't be this happy you gotta fight back you gotta you know find this like mean guy in him and then when he finally did it's like oh shit he found this mean guy, but now it's against you. Now mm-hmm. what you gonna do? I love that promo. And he was just like, you know what? what for one, shut the hell up. I was just like, you go, Mansoor. Go ahead, baby. Oh, I then, was like, ooh, you're mad. This frown on your face. Oh no. And then they got, and then they got real serious and started talking to each other yeah. in native tongues. And it was like, oh, this exactly. is real spicy. Exactly. Exactly. As a bitch who speaks more than one language. If you ever hear me go into my African French, it's a problem <laughs> because that means, listen, because it's, first of all, it's not my dominant language. So if I'm going in my native tongue and my non-native, baby, it's a problem. That means I'm angry. <laughs> that means I'm angry. So when he went into his mother tongue, I was like, oh, shit, Ali, just quit now because he's pissed. He is pissed. That was great. I loved his, like, the... um it was like the top rope, like neck breaker that he did. Mm-hmm. Springboard neck breaker. Yeah, and then that submission. What is it? The Koji clutch. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, that's freaking dope. I was like, oh, y'all know I love submissions and holds. I was like, oh my god, it was so good. I enjoyed this match a lot, and I was like, oh, look at him winning in his hometown. Look at him. Oh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It, so it. if you uh, if you didn't see crown jewel it's definitely worth you know just watching the matches or at least checking out the highlights mm-hmm. because some very good action maybe the best pay-per-view of the year from wwe um yeah it's so far it's given what summer slam should have <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was good yeah exactly exactly now we'll transition into what we're really here to talk about, and that is NXT. Uh, again, Woo-hoo! there's a Saturday Night Dynamite this week, so uh, uh, we'll yeah. have to talk about that at a later time. So for all the people who are used to listening to us on the Patreon feed, talk about Dynamite. Yeah. It's the reason why we're kind of giving you this little extended version of the NXT cast. Um, yes. I'm going to call this particular show MSK versus the CWC, and we'll get into why a little bit later. Maybe we can get yeah. to the bottom of it. But we start oh, off. I, I know why. <laughs> okay. I was told. I was told why. Okay. And it's yes. <laughs> so we start off with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes to celebrate Carmelo Hayes winning that North American title last week. They aren't humble. So tonight is the start of the Melo Bration. 
but seems to please the fans. Carmelo talks about how great he is, and he says that he is holding this title, which is now the A title, for a long time. So out comes Johnny Gargano, who says that he's been busy of late, but now Candace is off pregnant, Austin Theory is off to Raw, and Indy has gotten married, so now it's time for him to get back in the ring. Gargano issues the challenge, but Trick says that Indy Hartwell has been in their DMs all week. With uh-huh. that, Dexter Loomis pops up behind them, and the way clears the <laughs> ring. Loomis scares Williams, and Gargano is left looking at the North American title. Gargano and Loomis share a thumbs up as Gargano holds up property that don't belong to him. Mm-hmm. This was good. I was just like, oh shit, Johnny Wrestling back. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, it's Johnny Wrestling back. I love this promo. Trick Williams has really been kind of like the spark that Carmelo needed. I liked Carmelo before, but like his kind of like cocky, I'm mellow, don't miss. I like that very much. And plus, they look great. Keep your shirts open. It's fun for me. I enjoyed it. Uh, I love like the, the varsity jackets. Yeah, I want that jacket. I want it. It looks, it's very clean. I love a varsity jacket. I love all types of jackets. I don't need any more, but I'm gonna because I like it. But this, I love this promo with Johnny as well. And he was just like, you're right, that is my daughter. And that's my son-in-law. I was like, son-in-law! <laughs> it was great. It was great. <laughs> I really love Trick Williams being like, uh-uh. uh-uh. I don't like this shit. I don't like this shit. This is great. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this feud. It's going to be fun. Next up, we have Odyssey Jones taking on Andre Chase. So, like, Odyssey Jones comes down <laughs> and him and, you know, because he was in the wedding party or whatever. And uh, him and Gargano are, like, high-fiving or whatever. And he tries to, like, get Dex Loomis to high-five him. And Dex Loomis is, of course, not into it. Um, like, no. <laughs> so, Odyssey Jones and Andre Chase. The double stomp puts Jones in trouble. And there's a short DDT for a two-count. But Jones isn't having any of that and shoves Andre Chase away, setting up a big slam in the splash for the win. So, big Odyssey Jones continues to pick up steam and momentum and wins. But I really like Andre Chase, though. I like the character. Me too. I like him so much. He is so funny. I want that snazzy sweater. I know they have just a shirt. Give me in a sweater form because that's cute. I enjoyed their feud. I think they're both great characters. I love Andre Chase. This is so fun. I enjoyed them both. I enjoyed this match a lot, too. Uh, Malcolm Bibbins is here. Uh, he's like, he's like the diamond mine. He was like, what we be doing? He's like, we just be minding our business. Unlike yeah. some folks who be getting beat up in the parking lot. Yeah. He's like, we're just getting, we're just minding our business, not getting beat up in the NXT parking lot. I was like, that's right. Oh, um, because he knows, he remembers. Uh, he wants the Creed brothers to get a chance at those NXT tag team titles. So that pits the Creed brothers up against Imperium and kind of an odd matchup um, for sure. A cheap shot takes Eitner down. So Barthel comes back in only to dive into a gut wrench powerbomb for a two count. Kushida and Eichmann Jiro show up to go after the diamond mine. And that allows Barthel to grab a roll up for the pin as Imperium. Got the win over the Creed brothers and kind of a weird. Didn't think I'd see the Creed brothers lose uh, yeah. this soon. 
Me neither, but I enjoyed this match. I really like Imperium, and I like the Kree brothers. This was just violence. It was just like traditional wrestling violence versus just violence for violence sake with Kree brothers because they just be running through people. I enjoyed this match a lot. This was really good. Um, the like the run in was a little weird. I was like, oh, all right, okay. I mean, I understood because you know, like, um, Ikemen got like um, ran through and stuff. And, like, right. Last uh, week they got left land. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Kushida got attacked for his title, so I understand like their beef. It was just like the match was so good and running. Like it was just kind of like the weird like kind of screw. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Right. But, this was a really good match. I enjoyed it a lot. So after the match, <laughs> the fight is still on. So Diamond Mind, Kushida, and Ike Minero, they fight to the back. And that allows MSK to come in and jump Imperium. Um, they beat Imperium down, uh, leave them uh, scurrying to the back. And MSK, for some reason, draws the ire of the fans as they clear the ring and they challenge Imperium for a tag team title match next week. This, this, okay, so apparently what happened was, you remember Izzy, like the ba- the Bailey stand? Right. Okay. So I think like um, it was the white one, Nash. He just said, he, um, he just said it was maybe like not the smartest idea for like a 13 year old to start, you know, training for wrestling so early that it could have been like dangerous and stuff like that. And her parents got in their feelings about it. And so they like told some like us, uh, the people like the diehard NXT fans, like a couple of people who go to like the CWC or whatever mm-hmm. to like start booing. And so now they basically just sabotage them all the time because you'll notice that like, in, in, like, their matches or even when they first come out, they get cheered. They'll get cheered, like, in the beginning of the matches or, like, when they'll do, like, the big spots, they'll get cheers. And then all of a sudden, it'll be a random, like, couple of people who start booing. And then everybody just decides to jump on the train of booing. So it's just, like, they're, like, sabotaging them for some, like, bullshit. And I'm, like, what? What's happening here? Because, like, there's literally no reason why they should be booed there's literally no reason they first of all everybody literally everybody was cheering them when it was like the um the tag team um tournament yeah the dusty classic everybody yeah the dusty the dusty rose classic it was like they were getting cheered people were like oh msk needs to win this when they won it everybody was so happy love them as baby faces everybody's using that gift of them eating popcorn while they're watching raquel and them like fight so like and now all of a sudden, it started with like Champa and like um, Thatcher right. a little bit. Yeah, sure and I was did. just like, okay, I know, I know people go up for like um, Champa, so like it's fine. But like even after that match, like they got like they got booze there because I don't know people really go up for Champa. But but even after that, they were still getting cheered, and their matches were now like it starts it's like starts to turn. They like it was like what they would do with Roman. Everybody mm-hmm. loves to boo Roman, but then everybody does the woo-wah when he would do his Superman punches, and then they would cheer, all that stuff. So it's just like, they'll cheer them, and then like a couple of people start booing, and then everybody wants to jump on the chain. It doesn't make sense. I hate it. Because they don't deserve it. Yeah, it's, so it's been a very curious 
um, I would think three to four, maybe five months between yeah. them and the CWC and their reaction. And like yeah. you said, I mean, everything about them clearly says high flying baby face fan favorite mm-hmm. tag team. But, yep. you know, the reaction is just the opposite. And it's almost gotten to the point where I would kind of welcome them to go ahead and embrace it and be like, oh, y'all yeah. want to boo? Oh, let's give them something exactly. to boo for. Yeah. I think they've kind of started to do that because, bless them, they don't let it phase them. They'll still go freaking 120 miles an hour. With some, I'm just like, relax. Okay, calm down. But, like, they don't let it, like, phase them. And, like, they kind of embrace it sometimes and they just, like, all of a sudden, like, when they did the attack on, like, Imperium, they were all, they were like, fuck off. They, <laughs> they like, went full force. So I was just like, you know what? If y'all want to boo, fuck it, turn the heel. Y'all want to boo, we'll give you shit to boo about. Right. But right. it's like, it's like backstage, like people trying to sabotage them, which doesn't make sense. It's just like, oh, gross. Kyle O'Reilly, he's supposed to meet Von Wagner for a bike ride, but uh, <laughs> Wagner didn't bring a bike. Instead, they go to the woods and work out with large pieces of woods, and uh, they do various exercises, uh, you know, using nature. And then after the long day of training, they sit around the campfire and drink a couple of beers. This was cute. I was like, oh. Looks like look a at the Rocky Ford bonding. training video. Yeah. Uh, no. Training I was uh, just like, montage. All right. <laughs> uh, everybody's favorite woke performer, Joe Gacy, he doesn't like violence or people who make any microaggressions. He will speak for us as a coalition and we will be stronger together. Gacy extends his hand because he's like talking into like a a, a, um, a mirror, a plexiglass mm-hmm. mirror. Mm-hmm. And uh, he extends his hand and here is Harlan to put his hand there too with Gacy calling him his little snowflake. I need somebody I need somebody to put a wig on that man. Grow some hair. I can't do this bald. He it's, had he had good. great hair too. Get it back on your head. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like this bald but no, it's just like when Otis shaved his beard. Put put hair back on that head. <laughs> this Joe Gacy thing is going to take a dark turn real, real quick. It's already started, and I love it. <laughs> I do. I do. I love it. It's uh, very insidious. It's great. <laughs> Legado del Fantasma, they're here for a promo. The first words Santos Escobar ever heard in this business were, May God always bless you with luck which was always the case, at least until last week. He says, Carmelo Hayes is a lucky son of a bitch, but Escobar and Lady Luck are going to find him. Electra Lopez is about to speak on Cora Jade. Is about to speak, excuse me, but Cora Jade and her skateboard interrupt. So that leads us to Electra Lopez versus Cora Jade. The bigger Lopez powers Cora Jade into the corner uh, to start off the match and whips Cora Jade hard into the other corner. A toss out of that corner has uh, Cora Jade in more trouble as this has been totally a one-sided affair. And then Cora yeah. Jade grabs a small package. It looked like Electra Lopez was only down for a two count, but yeah. uh, uh, Teddy Long well, Jr. Her- be messing up, so he counted I know. Three. Her like shoulder was kind of up, but I was like, well, Cora said, bitch, he said three. I went by. <laughs> That's right, girl. That's right. She got the instinct. She did that last time too with Frankie Monet. She was like, "I won, bye." <laughs> That's what you do? 
Um, I like Lil Cora Jade. I want to see more of like her personality. I like Lil Skater Girl. I would. I, don't get me wrong. I, mm-hmm. I I want Cora Jade to be able to have a chance to show what she can do and get her mm-hmm. chance. But why isn't this Amari Miller getting this yeah. spotlight right here? I mean, I think Amari is doing a lot of good on 205 Live, and I'm actually going to start watching. Well, her, and Corey, her and Cora Jade were like a running match on 205 Live for yeah. like a month straight. Yeah, they need to have, like, Amari over here. Because they just had her with um, Saray that yep. one time. And the tag team. And I was just like, right. I'm like, if y'all want to make them a tag team, fine. Like, but go for it. But I, I want to see more of Amari Miller because I think she has a lot. Right. I want to see a lot of her. Like, I've seen, like, some of her, like, matches and stuff. And I'm like, oh, she's so good. Everybody's favorite up-and-coming superstar in the making. Braun Breaker. Tells Tommaso Ciampa to watch himself in their tag match tonight. Ciampa says he's going to follow Braun Breaker's lead. I enjoy Braun Breaker so much. She's smart. He was just like, listen, I know what it is. We're going to work together. And then all of a sudden, you're going to cheap shot me. I got my own, you bitch. Right. That's right. Tell him. Grayson Waller thinks that he should host Halloween Havoc. L.A. Knight thinks that he should host Halloween Havoc. So guess what? We're going to have a, a match to find out who's going to host Halloween Havoc. I thought Shotzi hosts Halloween Havoc because what do you what do you two have to do with Halloween? Nothing. At least if it was like Dexter Loomis again, that'd be fine. Bring Shotzi back. But I was just like, why La Knight and this man? I don't <laughs> what, what, what do you, what, why? And I, I like you, Lone, but why, I don't, why are you, host, what? This doesn't make any sense to me, like at all, <laughs> to be honest. Well, if they, if they ever, if, I mean, he is kind of probably the best, just pure talker yeah. in NXT right I now. I mean, it makes sense on that front, right. like, I'm just like, you ain't got, I don't see scary shit with you. It's not spooky <laughs> season when I look at you. Yeah, hopefully he, <laughs> I, now, LA Knight. Uh, strikes me as a man who is in too much in love with his own personal appearance that he won't like uh-huh. dress up as someone to be the host. Uh-huh. But yeah. yeah, that would probably be the ideal way to get past mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm e- just like, uh, I guess. <laughs> Io Shirai versus Persia Parati versus AKA fake ass Anna J. JC J. Oh my God. Uh, this is a triple threat where the winner of this match gets to spin the wheel to figure out the stipulation for next week's women's tag team title match at Halloween Havoc. That's a dumb reward. I'm going to be honest. Because what? It should have been if whoever wins, you get to pick your stipulation on the wheel because you just get to spin it. Everybody still has an advantage. It is. It, that was, that's a dumbass stipulation. I'm sorry. I was like, what? So if I win, I get to spin it and... My fate will be decided by fate anyway. Like, what's the point? I might as well just watch y'all fight and save my energy. Like, why would I do that? In a way, way, J.C. Jane kind of did that. Oh, oh God. Uh, Oh, that looks so bad. With Persia Parati sent to the outside, J.C. Jane tries a suicide dive, but gets her feet caught in the ropes and face plants on the floor for a very scary crash and burn. Yeah. It was oh my God. Lita-esque, but like mm-hmm. 10 feet closer to the ring. Because, I mean, she didn't even yeah. clear the ring, Avery. 
No. Oh, my God. Look. Oh, the thud. I was just like, God damn. That looks so bad. And, like, good on, um, like, Persia just, like, checking on her and just, like, warning the rest, like, right away because... God, that looks bad. Yeah. That if, looks so bad. If there's a, somebody, like, it's pretty grainy. It's not the clearest uh, mm-hmm. picture of it. But they yeah. froze their TV right when she hit. And, like, <gasps> literally, oh. like, she oh, like no, she is, no, like, no. face down in the mat with oh, her, like, no. legs up coming over oh. her head and back. It's, it's oh, amazing she didn't, like, break something. Oh, my God. Jesus. Even though I, I haven't, really hope she's okay. yeah, I haven't heard an update on her mm-hmm. injuries. Yeah. Um, it's been a rough week for injuries. Um, yeah, my man Kota Bushi today in the G one. Oh. oh my gosh! No, not a Bushi. What happened? Uh, he went to do the Phoenix Splash, and Okada uh-huh. moved, and he landed oh. like on his arm and wrist. <gasps> so he oh, either no. he I, I think he dislocated. He either. Broke his arm, dislocated his oh, shoulder, no. or broke his wrist. It's one of those three. Damn. But yeah. Oh, no. It's not quite clear what it was yet. Oh no. Yeah. It's been a rough I... it's been a rough six months for Kota Ibushi. He caught pneumonia. Oh. He had pneumonia Dang. real bad. Yeah. And it like oh, no. took a long time for him to get his like strength and conditioning back up. Uh-huh. Um, he was the oh, first damn. he was the first unified he was the unified champion then he lost mm-hmm. it didn't even get a chance to defend oh. it so yeah oh, it's been a it's been a rough uh you know second half of 2021 for uh Kota Ibushi oh. so hopefully he gets uh he gets well soon not Ibushi oh no yeah um that's rough so after JC Jane uh takes the face plant, uh, the match turns into a one-on-one match between Io Shirai and Persia Parati. Uh, there's a 619 into a springboard missile drop kick to give Io Shirai a two count. Uh, we hit the cross face on Parati, but she powers out only to get caught in the German suplex. And then Io Shirai follows up with the uh, over the moon salt to get the win over Persia Parati. Yeah. I mean, I hope Miss JC Jane is okay in that, you know, she doesn't have to be out too long with this, like, concussion protocol thing. But I'm going to be honest, it was a way better match when it was just Persia and Io Shirai. Right. I'm, I agree with you I'm there. Gonna be real. I need them to just take this belt off Io and Zoe and make my girl Io singles wrestler again because this, I, I don't... And, like, let's not just turn her into the lady that just goes, I don't like you. Like, please, guys, I need more than that. <laughs> because it, that's all, that's what it's turned into. It's just her saying she doesn't like anybody, and then it's just that. And I need, she deserves more than that. I don't like it. Please, just be a single wrestler again. Because the Lord. And where are the TikTok twins? Where are they at? Uh, after the match Io Shirai spins the wheel and it's going to be a stairway to heaven ladder match Um, Mm. man her wheelhouse (laughs) you know she loves jumping off shit (laughs) yeah but what I'm afraid for is if JC Jane got hurt in a regular match 
Now you want to uh-huh. put her in the match with all this plunder coming off of what at the very yeah. least is a concussion? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't... Yeah, they're probably going to get pulled out of the match, most likely. They're going to have to because that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... They're probably going to be um, pulled and... But the whole... But the whole... Up. That's been the whole build-up of the last, like, month, I, though, is toxic attraction. I know. Like, but being baby the stars her head of like an egg. I know, but like, she cracked her head. She can't do it. <laughs> this is true. I would rather pull her, pull her from the match. Y'all can um, restart this program and give a whole storyline of how she was on concussion and she was on the men, but now she's back to get what she. They never really got a chance to win and make that the storyline. I would rather that than like have them risk putting her in there because listen. Clearly, she she's not great with the dives. She's still really green, so you just got to tell her, no dives. You can't, no. No, no, none of the dives, okay? Until she gets more, like, ring time under her damn belt. Um, and so this match, you can't be in there. That reminds me of uh, the story they told uh, when uh, the big boss man, when he first started, he was called Big Bubba. Uh-huh. But actually, he was just wrestling as Ray Trailer as a um, mm-hmm. Ray as a, Trailer. Yeah, that's his real name. Uh, he was just oh, wrestling snap. his real name, and oh, uh, he was like a jobber. And he ended up injuring um, somebody, like for real, injuring him. And Dusty oh. Rose was like, "Don't be doing shit that you can't do." <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought about when I saw J.C. Jane take that nasty suicide right. dive. I was like, don't be out here doing shit you can't do. Don't. Because you're going to get hurt. Ergo, you getting hurt, don't do it. Stop. No. No dive. Please. Yeah, she's That's definitely scary. on the uh, on the Sasha Banks, Sasha, Shotzi Blackheart. Like, yep. yeah, just don't do it. Right. She's on my list. Now she's on my list. Uh, Legado. Another person. They have beaten up Trey Baxter in the back while Corey Jade had to watch. So uh, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, they come in and make the save. Now, the optics of that don't look good. No. The country guys beating up the Hispanic guys. It's always a difficult. uh, Yeah, always a difficult optics. I don't care if Legato started it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh our man Tony D'Angelo knows that everybody is talking about him and it's time for him to do it again this week. Um, the youngest of the Fatu boys, Sola, Solo Sequoia, is coming to yeah. NXT. Right. I heard that voice. I was like, I know a Fatu when I hear him. I know Uso brother when I hear him. <laughs> I know it's you. I know it's you. I'm excited to see what he's going to bring. His tattoos look really cool. Eichmann. The first thing I noticed. Eichmann Jirio runs up on Kushida in the bathroom of all places. He tells Kushida that he's ready to go back to the future. So he presents Kushida with the bubble vest and the glasses and the lights turn blue. So I guess Kushida's going back to the uh, the shorts and the uh, and the bubble vest. Not in the bathroom, though. <laughs> this is unsanitary. Ain't nobody washed their hands. I was like, please. Gross. There are germs all over there. Ew. Dump that all over the floor. Gross. 
even if we weren't in a pandemic, bathrooms are nasty. <laughs> Um, Tony D'Angelo, aka Tony from the Docks versus Roofing. <laughs> a short arm clothesline sets up a Northern Light suplex, rolled into a fisherman's neckbreaker to give Tony from the Docks the pin. After the yeah. match, D'Angelo is questioned about Last Legend's producer being missing. Uh, uh-huh. He pays off Samantha Irving and says, Ah, forget about it. Why she tried to get him to snitch, though? Ma'am, excuse me. <laughs> Are you the cops? Are you the cops? She's the cops. We we uh, we don't we don't take don't kindly to disparaging remarks about Samantha Irving. This is a pro Samantha well, Irving her, podcast. Tell her to stop working for the law then. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to get him to snitch on camera, man? You should know better than that. I love his character. He's really good in the ring, and I'm so happy about that. But I really love just the character details that he has. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, now Legadel Delf. Oh, well, excuse me. Duke Hudson is in his poker room, where we can hear Hudson's thoughts about his hand. He wins and wins again. So, you know, just kind of more a little bit more character uh, development for uh, Duke Hudson, aka the Rounder. Um, yeah, Legado, I, just, I don't understand poker, so I'm like, I, I don't know what this means. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> See, poker's a, poker's like ninety percent lies and ten percent truth. Oh, so yeah. like I don't. It was just like, but I was just like, I don't, I don't know what this means. So I don't, I don't understand poker. So, <laughs> but sure, all right. I enjoy, I enjoyed the vignettes because it like it builds more on the character. So okay, so you're a. I'm going to guess you're a good poker player, so you know how to calculate things and how to make things work to your advantage. Okay, that's going to be your character. Got it. I'm just, I'm not going to understand the jargon, <laughs> but I get where you're coming from. Del Fantasma, they've jumped Brooks and Josh Briggs before their tag team Ooh. match on their way to the ring. That's so, right. I mean, right. Legado out here, like, yo, we, exactly. we taking out everybody. So that leads to, uh, oh my God. They can't win if they don't got knees. Wild and Phoenix. I can never think of their names. But Joaquin? Anyway, Joaquin, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going up against Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Jensen heads outside to deck um, Escobar. This distraction lets Mendoza jump Jensen from behind, setting up the Russian leg sweep running kick to the face to give a Legado del Fantasma the win. Yes, because I said Legado del Fantasma got to start winning feuds. They got to start winning feuds. I need them to start winning feuds because they, they're great with the lead ups. They got the promo on deck. They, you know, got like the backstage brawling stuff. But when it comes to like the finale of the match, it's like they never win. And I don't like that. If they're going to be like a good menacing, like heel, like a credible, which they have all the makings to do it because um, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza are really good. And Escobar, hello. I think Electra Lopez is just like the weakest, but that's because she has she has less experience, but she's also really good. Once she gets more ring time, I think she'll be great. I just need them to start winning more feuds. Win your feuds, that's all I need. We get a video package on Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez for the women's title next week. 
Gonzalez wants to be champion for the competition, while Rose wants to be champion because it makes her look better. Sure. I guess so does her tan that's three times too dark for her skin. Girl, please. Well, they get to with bodybuilding. No, I'm sorry. Why does she? Why does she have the same skin tone as Bianca? She out here like um, um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> at least that was satire in like a comment <laughs> on on like the industry. You just being the star for what, ma'am? Why? Yeah, that's always uh, one of those very slippery slope arguments where people be like, but they let Robert Downey Jr. put up. It's like, but people understand. It's like, right. That was something totally different. Did you watch the movie? Right. (laughs) That's what I always say because it comes around every six to seven months. I'm like, so you didn't watch the movie. You guys who are always talking about, you guys don't are too sensitive. You wouldn't understand the boondocks if it came. You don't understand satire and social political commentary. Clearly, because you thought that this, like, him putting on dark makeup was, like, just cool. No, it was a commentary. Shut up. Watch the movie and go read something. Go read an article. Like, a peer-reviewed one. Like, they taught you in college, and high school. Damn. <laughs> go on Epsco's and look up some shit. I'm tired of you. God. Um... There's a mystery man who's still in the graveyard with a broken mirror playing cards, and he has a WWE chair. Uh, he's going to debut next week at Halloween Havoc. I think it's a lady. Yeah. It might be a lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah think it, you think it, it might, might be Ember? Yeah, I think yeah. the same thing. Because she kept saying, and when she lost, like, in a lot of her, like, the backstage, like, exclusive interviews, she kept saying, I have to do something different. Right. I have to change. And you notice she's been getting like a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Ember. I think it's Ember Moon. Some people were saying Dakota. Where is she? No, it's Dakota got drafted to SmackDown. When is she gonna debut? She's on her? the she's on the main she's on the main roster. I miss my baby girl. I have her beautiful pink hair. <laughs> she should be NXT women's champion right now. Yeah, that's one of the um, the drawbacks for Dakota Kai is that she never got a chance yeah. to get that uh, title. Yeah. And she put in so much work and through the injuries yeah, right. and, yeah. um, you know, just being a consistent person they could depend on when she wasn't injured to right. always provide a great match and great feuds and everything yep. like that. So it's... Um, it's definitely one of the things that we hate that we don't get a chance to see someone like that who has been so talented and so long and done a lot for a lot of other people get a chance to, um, you know, wear that title. Because Miss Raquel wouldn't be this much if it wasn't for my girl, Dakota. Let's just be funky. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Chick Williams and Carmelo Hayes are looking for his North American title. They search through Ike Manjiro's locker. And Chick Williams is like, how many jackets does this guy have? But they, <laughs> finally, three lockers. but they finally found a drawing from Dexter Loomis. It's an invitation to an open haunted house next week. Chick Williams is a bit scared, but Carmelo Hayes is like, yo, homie, I got to get my title back. So I got to do what I got to do. I love Trick Williams. I think they wrote it in Da Vinci Code. 
I died. He was just like, I don't, you know, I don't mess with demons. He was like, I don't like haunted houses. I was like, that's right. Stay away from that. They're great. Patrick Williams is hilarious. This is, this was so fun. This is going to be really, this is going to be a fun match and a fun feud. Um, as Miss Simi affectionately calls him, Lanite taking on Grayson <laughs> Waller. Winner gets to host Halloween Havoc. Waller tries to fight up and hits a jumping stunner only to have LA Knight hit him in the face. Blunt force trauma uh, pins Grayson Waller and Lanite is your host of Halloween Havoc. Woo! I guess. Let's see. Sure. <laughs> I don't really know what you're about, Grayson Waller. I was like, okay, sure. I guess. (laughs) Why not? Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker taking on the grizzled young veterans in the main event. Ciampa fights up and smacks Braun Breaker for the tag, meaning it's time to clean house. Braun Breaker isn't happy with that and teases clotheslining Ciampa, but takes Drake down instead. The straps come down. I got it. The, the straps come down mm-hmm. off the singlet, but the breaker recliner is broke up by my man Zach Gibson. That's fine with Braun Breaker, who clears Gibson out and hits the Gorilla Press Power Slam onto James Drake for the pin as Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker are victorious. And then uh, after Listen. the match, they have a long stare down because uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker because their match is next week at Halloween Happy. Yes. Listen, it's, as soon as that man smacked him in the face, I was like, oh, you got to put hands on him. When you tag back, you need to just punch him in the throat. Be like, well, tag, you it, bitch. <laughs> very rude. Very rude to Jumper. But I really enjoyed this match. Grizzly Young Veterans got to win something. God damn it. Why are they always losing? Shit. <laughs> I enjoyed them so much. Let them win some shit. Damn. <laughs> they always out here just giving people... Like, banger matches, and they always losing. I mean, I get it. It means you're dependable, and they can trust you to do things and to put people over, and yay. But whatever. Damn it. Win some shit. Tired of it. One of them has very pretty red hair. Let him win some shit. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, it's been long overdue for the grizzled young veterans to get their day in the sunlight at NXT proper. Uh, meaning become NXT champions. Um, I I think Zach Gibson is just a phenomenal heel in, in all types of uh, formats and fashions. I just think that he is incredible on the microphone in the ring and uh, him and James Drake, they, they make a great tag team and will be awesome champions uh, for the division. Stop stop being mean to him. Put your shoes back on. I just like put your shoes on. That being mean to him, he's so good in the ring. He's so passionate. I enjoy them very much. I want them to get those titles. If um, whenever MSK gotta drop those titles, I hope it's the Grizzly Young Veterans because I enjoy them very much. Let them have a run. God damn it. Right. Well, that was NXT 2.0 for this past week. Um. The episodes are getting stronger and stronger. Um, The characters are, you know, um, are beginning to make you care about them and the way that they're introducing the characters give you vignettes, revving up against some of the more established people who are still here. 
um, has done wonders. Basically, everything we talked about like a month a month ago mm-hmm. is kind of happening, and everything is trending upward for this version yeah. of NXT. Right. The only one that I still need more on is like Von Wagner, but I think they're doing a good job with having that little vignette with him and like Kyle O'Reilly, like kind of bonding, which was really cute. I was like, okay, so like they're trying to give like people more like character and to really get you to care. And I really like that because like I love the, you know, I love old NXT. I love the flippy shit and the, you know, the classics and all the wrestling and the dark gungy, blah, blah, blah. I love that. But I think one of the things that was missing was that there weren't enough characters. And so I like that they've changed that now. So, like, you see, you're seeing more people. Like, before they debut, you see a vignette about them. You see at least two to three of them talking. You see a little, ooh, a little storyline building. And then so when they finally debut, mm. they're like, oh, okay, cool. I got it. So I'm enjoying it. It's just getting better and better for me. Well, I definitely am enjoying it. I think they're doing a great job with Braun Breaker. I think they're doing a great job with Carmelo yeah. Hayes. Yeah. Um, they're trying with Toxic Attraction, but I just don't know they're if they're going to be able to deliver in ring um, yeah, for the push that they're the for the push that they're getting as far as the microphone time and just kind of the promotional yeah. time. Um, they're not bad on the mic, but right. It's it's all about can they can they back it up with the ring uh, talk. Yeah. Um, definitely liking what they're doing with Tony D'Angelo after a couple of weeks. I uh, wonder, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued about where they're going to go with um, him and Last Legend um, and the talk yeah. show and stuff and kind of maybe who's going to come out and maybe stand up for her um, or are they going to like... A Bronx tale. Yeah, are they going to end up being like, oh, you're going to be my manager now or whatever. Zach, give me more romance. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis coming out to challenge Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes at the beginning of the show was really good uh, opening segment. Uh, Odyssey mm-hmm. Jones continues to look great, pick up wins, and and the crowd is really into him. So, yeah, he's uh yeah. he's definitely uh, gonna be on the radar. Um, for some bigger and better things, I think really soon, just because he gets a great response whenever he comes out every time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and, and Legado, um, you know, starting to assert their dominance now that they're the, you know, only faction really here in NXT like that, or at least the deepest faction in NXT right now. Yeah. So they look like they're starting to kind of stake some claim and, and wanting to run a little bit more. I mean, I know that we're coming up on this Braun Breaker Tommaso Ciampa match, and mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of feel like they might go ahead and switch it over to Braun Breaker, just Do because it. of the uh, way that the fans have really been drawn into him. But I'd really Do like it. to see Santos Escobar get a chance at the NXT title. Oh yeah, same here. I think that he would make a great Ooh. champion. Um, I think his I, I, his in ring is good enough where he could wrestle a Johnny Gargano or he could wrestle a Odyssey Jones, and yeah. it would still be a good match either way. And he wouldn't have to, uh, you know, cut back his arsenal to to wrestle right. them. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that for the amount of work and effort that he's put in that. 
you know, maybe the North American title isn't a good enough reward. Maybe he should actually be just NXT champion. Agreed. Because he's so good. I think, I hopefully they're, that's like their next level that they're going to do with him because he, he has it. Right. Like, he has it. You want in-ring? He got it. You want the look? He got it. The fashions? On point. Mic skills? Right there. You want, you know, you want to sprinkle in your diversity points? Right there. Like, he he can cross over to, like, with, the, like, the Spanish-speak, all that. Like, he has it. He's, mm-hmm. like, literally the total package. So, like, yeah, they really need to job. And, and that's <coughs> as a person who really also really likes um, Braun Breaker. I mean, if they have maybe, like, um, Tommaso Ciampa not, like, um, not drop it to Braun Breaker and then have, um, you know, Escobar come in, and like really run with it and give like a good and then he can drop it to Braun Breaker. I think that'd be fine too. Cause like that that guy, he has it. He's so good. So another strong effort from the guys at NXT. Um every week they're getting better and better, gaining more experience. The show yeah. is um, like you said, character driven. Um mm-hmm. and people are starting to um, gravitate to those characters and with the setup of NXT being more character driven uh, this go around and maybe focusing on that more maybe it'll make the yeah. transitions to when these younger people go up to the main roster a little bit easier because yeah. now Vince has a character that he can mm-hmm. you know be like oh Odyssey Jones, what is your character? I'm a big guy with a lot of charisma. Get the crap behind me. Okay. Andre Chase, what is your character? I'm a Bobby Knight. I get angry and and I lash out and I can't (laughs) control my anger. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. And then also they'll be used to like the way he likes like people to wrestle. mm -hmm. And they'll be like when they get on the mic, they won't be like overwhelmed about it. Right. Right, right. So, at this point, Miss Simi, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. Well, shout-out to you, Don, as always. Shout-out to the WrestleCast family. Shout-out to the CSPN family. Shout-out to you guys in the hashtags, because I love reading your commentary. Shout-out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. And shout-out to Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> yes. You're my favorite. I love you. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Miss Simi, for joining me once again here on the NXT cast Uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks on our like normal, normally you know scheduled schedule. So this is actually pretty good to talk to you uh, when we normally do. Um, Shout out to Miss J to the Mac. Shout out to Mo to the underscore Reese. Uh, Shout out to Mister Anwar Starwin. Shout out to Greg. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay and Classic. All the Wrestle Bays. Uh, all the members of the GLOW, everybody who joins us in the Twitter spaces, everybody who uses the hashtag NXTCast each and every Tuesday night to share their commentary with color in the live tweets. Y'all know we greatly appreciate y'all. Check out the dark match. Check out the interview I did for free with my nephew. It's really cool to oh, interview yeah, him. I gotta fight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, listen to his thoughts and his recall mm-hmm. for these matches is uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, as a 12 year old, my brother was like, Yeah, his recall is pretty awesome. It's something that we notice here at, at home, oh, but uh, he forgets oh. that I told him to take out the trash, though. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so yeah, check that out over, <laughs> over on patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. You can also find me and Miss Simi over there breaking down AEW Dynamite each and every week. Also, you'll hear candid conversations amongst me and all the co-hosts here on the WrestleCast episodes. So there's a lot of content over there at all times on the Patreon page. Uh, Christmas time is coming very soon. No better time than now to start your Christmas shopping on Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Click on uh, the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of our webpage, CSPN.us. Click on Amazon, shop like you normally would shop, spend those hundreds and thousands of dollars, and some of that purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep the lights on, keep the podcast free, uh, pay for all the you know, web services that we need to keep these podcasts up and running. And uh, we greatly appreciate you guys supporting the show by either becoming a patron or supporting our sponsors. So for my co-host, Ms. Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you on the hashtags. ago, I stepped on the scene and I brought that same energy. I blew through the competition of the breakout tournament and proved that I am the final boss. I walked around here for two months like Mello in the chocolate factory, just waiting, waiting for the right opportunity to take what's truly mine. And last week, I pulled a swerve on Swerve himself. <laughs> Talk your talk, hey, dog. Hey, okay, 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 okay. Hey, so I'll tell you that to tell you this. When I shoot, I don't miss. And from this point on, From this point on, I'm calling the shots. I'm the team captain. I am the leader of the new school. And as long as this is around my waist, this is the A championship, and you gonna refer to it as that. I don't care if Tommaso Ciampa got a problem with it. I don't care if management got a problem with it. I really don't care if the fans got a problem with it, because I said what I said. Talk your talk. I just wanted to come out here and say congratulations. This is a celebration, right? This is fun. This is a good time. And I've been having a lot of fun recently with bachelor parties and weddings and honeymoons. Oh my. It's all been great. It's been tons of fun. But now with Austin on Raw, Indy married, and Candace at home pregnant, I I have lost my way. 
so I'm trying to figure out what's next for me. And I think what's next for me is staring me right in the face. I think what's next for Johnny Gargano is going back to doing what I was put on this planet to do, being in front of these people in this ring against someone like you. So Carmelo, what's your thing you say? When Melo shoots, he don't miss. Well, I do believe there is a first time for everything. So what do you say, Mr. A champion? How about you take a shot at me? Whoa, 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 Johnny. You need to worry about your daughter. Because Andy been shooting the Melo's DMs all week. She's shooting around. She's 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 around.